Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, September 5th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every Monday, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day to you, Carrie. David, when the unemployment numbers came out last week, they were still just above 9%, and the White House estimated that they'll stay there through 2012. How does that change the president's calculus for immediate action and his re-election prospects? Well, Carrie, these were not numbers that any American president would want to see on Labor Day, but particularly not on the Labor Day a year out from their re-election campaign. What's become clear in the past couple of weeks out of the debate that has taken place since the end of the the debt limit arguments in Washington is that the U.S. needs an additional stimulus. It's pretty much the consensus of most leading uh, economists. The problem is that the stimulus has become something of a political football, the previous one, in Congress. Most Republicans are dead set against it. It's run up against the long-term issue of trying to to, uh, bring down uh, the debt. And so the president, in the speech that he is giving in uh, just a few days on Thursday evening, has somehow got to come up with a convincing explanation about how stimulus, which he will certainly call by some other name, is necessary now and can be managed without adding too much to the debt over the long term. You mentioned that the president will give a speech in front of Congress this Thursday. What should we expect there? Will he take a page from Harry Truman's script and create the conditions to run against a do-nothing Congress? Well, there's been a lot of debate within the White House about what tone he should take. And you'll remember that during the debt limit crisis, the tone he took was trying to be sort of the reasonable compromiser. And there are a lot of people in the Democratic Party who think that that was a mistake because they do not believe that uh, this Congress is going to be interested in many compromises, and so that he would do better to take a page from Truman's book and to stand up and lay out a very comprehensive sort of big vision plan. And then if Congress fails to act on it, and most people believe they probably will, use that to run against Congress. But it's not necessarily within Obama's nature. His nature is to try to go find some middle ground. Uh, but it's not clear that's going to work. So everyone's sort of sitting watching how he does the tone. When the Republicans debate on Wednesday night, Texas Governor Rick Perry will be in the debate for the first time. How does he change the dynamic? Well, he's changed the dynamic just by by going in. And prior to this, the view was that Mitt Romney was the frontrunner and Michelle Bachman was sort of number two. Now, uh, most people say it's Perry and then right after that, Romney. Uh, whether that's true or not, we can't tell because Americans have just begun to take a look at Rick Perry, starting with uh, what he's done with the education budgets, and then the question of whether or not he has exaggerated the kind of job creation that's taken place in Texas. Whether he's exaggerated or not, Texas has certainly been one of the comparative economic uh, bright spots in the U.S., and that's going to give him a fair bit of juice, I would suspect. When you consider President Obama's foreign policy record in the past few months, he must be wondering why he isn't getting more credit. After all, the U.S. killed Osama bin Laden and then helped the rebels chase Muammar Gaddafi out of Tripoli, but there's been no real bounce for the president. Why not? What it tells you, uh, Kerry, is that in times of of economic distress, um, Americans are interested in 
but not voting on the questions of how one handles foreign policy. Look at George H.W. Bush, who, uh, of course, uh, came out of uh, the Gulf War with very high uh, numbers, much higher poll numbers than President Obama has today, but ultimately lost the election in large part because of his management uh, of the economy. So uh, I think that this has been a source of great frustration for President Obama. There's also been something he hasn't wanted to talk about a huge amount because he believes he needs to stay on the themes of the domestic economy. So he's somewhat caught. Uh, even the, the bigger accomplishments, uh, he feels that he can't get out and trumpet. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you, Kerry. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Kerry Nolan, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM WQXR.